If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. A local nonprofit for first responders, mental and physical health is getting a boost from Vintners. Sonoma County Vintners Foundation is giving a $10,000 grant to first responders resilience fund to be used for family services. Those include resiliency classes, support groups, and outreach to family. Founder and executive director Susan Farron expressed her thanks in a statement that said, quote, we are thrilled to be a recipient of a grant from the Sonoma County Vintners Association and are so grateful for the heartfelt support they are providing to first responders and their families. And this is such a great organization. Uh, we have raised money uh, in the past selling t-shirts that went to the Resiliency Fund and it's just a great way to help those that help us. So it's definitely going to feel like summer in Sonoma County this week. The National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory for parts of the U.S. I mean, it's all over the United States right now uh, as temperatures are expected to reach triple digits. But there's going to be dangerous and record-breaking heat that's going to continue to impact much of the western United States today. So that is us. You might want to stay inside as temperatures are going to soar into the 90s and even 100s, triple digits in some parts of the Bay Area. I think I looked um, recently at the weather forecast for Santa Rosa, and it's going to be high of 87 today. So it's going to be pretty. Ooh. It's going to be pretty toasty. That is toasty. <laughs> uh, get inside. Crank those fans up <laughs> and stay whatever, cool. Whatever you need to do. Garth Brooks is working on a live album. He announced it to a crowd in Charlotte, North Carolina over the weekend. Garth said this new album will be called Killer Live and it'll honor those who influenced his career. And Garth has been performing a lot of cover songs at his shows. So those songs might make the album. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. What was memorable about your first car? Here's Tim McGraw. The headliner kept falling down in it, so I had gold thumbtacks. And I had them all over the roof of the car just to hold the headliner up. And I got my first speeding ticket in that car as well. That was a car that I, I really loved. And my grandparents, who didn't have much, but they had that car and they gave it to me. It meant a lot to them to give that to me. And it meant a lot for me to have it. I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt. She was killing me in that your first car is always memorable, whether it's good memories, bad memories, or fun memories. Mine's a little bit of everything with my first car. It was a Pontiac Grand Prix. Uh, I let my uncle borrow the car like a week before I got my license and everything, and my uncle told it. The driver's side was completely crushed in, and I remember I had a date with my high school girlfriend, and I went to pick her up with my driver's side completely crushed in. So I had to open the door from the passenger side, not to let her in, but to hop in in my seat from the other side. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's pretty embarrassing. But then again, if you think about it, not every 16-year-old has like a brand new, nice sports car or truck or something like that. If yeah. you do, your parents are rich. <laughs> and if you do, you're insanely lucky. And the rest of us who drive total vehicles and cars around that are memorable, <laughs> uh, we get to have those fun life experiences that we look back on later fondly. Uh, Amber, do you have anything about your first car that was extremely memorable? 
Uh, yeah, my car was the car that people rode around in. That's where we went in adventures on. And it was a 1999 Infiniti G20. It was a, it was actually a nice car. It was a little bit older, but it got the best gas mileage of yeah. everyone else. And the thing is, my friends always had to go with me to get my car serviced because we were driving it around so much. I'm like, y'all are y'all are getting into some like oil changing times, yes. some tires rotating times. So we would like go hang out <laughs> at like O'Reilly's <laughs> and like other places like Jiffy Lube. You're like, if I'm gonna be responsible about my car, you gotta be responsible too. Yeah, if y'all are gonna ride in it, y'all are going with me. <laughs> getting some great responses on our Froggy Facebook page talking about our first cars and why they were memorable. Sherry from Santa Rosa says. I lost reverse and had to make sure I was always parked where I could go forward. Oh my what? goodness. Christy from Runner Park said it would overheat and smoke at stoplights, then would stop smoking while I'm driving. I always hated when I had to stop. Jasmine from Windsor says my visor was a wooden roof shingle and there was always a game of will it start back up after I turn it off. She said it was good times. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Do you know a couple that was married by maybe a unique justice of the peace or other officiant or official? So I officiated my first wedding this weekend. Yeah, and Amber, I gotta say... I was at the wedding. You did a phenomenal job. Oh, thank you. I was going to say, yay, it wasn't a complete disaster. It was <laughs> perfect. It was great. You know, it was my first time ever, so I wanted, you know, it to be great, but I was, you know, kind of nervous about how it would go. I just want the couple to be happy. And they seemed they like they were happy. And, you know, as I was walking down the aisle about to go up to the front of the ceremony, uh, I heard people talking and saying like, Who's that? Oh, wait, that's their friend. They have their friend officiating their wedding? Like You heard who is that? that? Yeah, just Do like... Do they think you don't have ears? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was, that was weird. Uh, who's that? Oh, that's their friend. Like, it was so... It was so weird. And I guess I didn't think it was unusual to have a friend officiate your wedding, but I guess it is. People will usually hire a minister or, you know, someone that they don't know to officiate their wedding. I've seen people use friends. I've seen people even use relatives. At one of my cousin's weddings, uh, they had one of their siblings do it. Yeah, I, I've, I'm seeing it more and more as time goes on, as I get older, because people want their days to be special and personal. You know what I mean? Rather you, than traditional. And you really took the time to make sure the the whole reception was perfect or the whole ceremony was perfect. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know a lot of wedding lingo. I'm learning. You're learning. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning. Because you, you were there. But for you, as someone who's been to a lot of weddings, it seemed like you had at least 10 under your belt. I know it was your oh, first time, you. but it seemed like you had it all dialed in. Well, you know, as I guess the good thing about being a friend and officiating a wedding is you know the couple so well, so you can like mold the ceremony to fit them. Uh, but have you ever seen someone get married by a very unique Justice of the Peace or other official? We've got Eugene from Petaluma on the phone. I was at a cousin of mine had gotten married and uh, we had a Halloween party. And uh, it was her and her husband had gotten married. I don't know if they were, I can't remember if they were renewing their vows if they were just getting married. And then uh, the person that did it um what are they like the ordained minister that did it ended up coming in like a, a dinosaur costume <laughs> and so when we get when they got married everybody was dressed up in costumes what? and it was like and throughout once in a while you'd hear this 
throughout <laughs> the entire wedding. Everyone's like, oh, that's going to be one wedding to remember. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Are you for or against the five-second rule? So if you've been listening to the show, you know that Amber and I went to a wedding on Friday. And at the wedding, there was paella, which was great. Um, Delicious. I was eating the paella. One of the shrimp decided to fall on the ground. Oh, what a waste. And so he- I, here's the thing. Are you for or against the five-second rule? Because I saw the shrimp hit the ground. It had sauce all over it. I went to go throw it away. Ugh. Grabbed a napkin, scooped it up threw it in the trash. My girlfriend goes, you're going to waste that? And I went, what do you mean you're going to waste that? She goes, the five second rule. Duh. No. <laughs> I am all for the five second rule, but not in public. <laughs> I know it's on my floors. Sure. Okay. <laughs> but, I respect that. And I don't want anyone to see me eating shrimp off a wedding room dance floor. <laughs> I mean... What okay? So what do you eat off the ground? I've eaten cheese. I've eaten uh, bananas, apples, all sorts of things. Like a chip or something. Oh yeah. I don't know. So I yeah, I believe in the five second rule, but only if it's in my own house. Amber, do you believe in it at all? Not really. No. No. Um, <laughs> I am a, I am a borderline germaphobe, and I and I say that because I tend to like be a little cluttered. But I like things pretty squeaky clean, mm-hmm. and I absolutely would not eat food off the floor. I've definitely exposed myself to some weird things off my floor. It's probably why I haven't Ugh. caught coronavirus yet. Just thinking about <laughs> it gives me shivers. Try, like, if someone dared me to eat something off the floor, I would rather just leave. <laughs> I was like, if this, this breaks up our friendship, fine. Well, not cut. doing it. <laughs> Kelly from Santa Rosa is joining the show. Amber, this story might give you shivers. Kelly, what is your five-second rule story? We're sitting around the table eating, and we had our salads and stuff like that. And um, they brought on our main course. And I get ready to cut into my steak, and I'm cutting into it. And the piece of steak went flying across the table (laughs) and landed on the floor next to my aunt. And she goes, oh, what a waste. I go, no, 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 pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You can't waste a good steak. Uh, I ate it. You know, no. Poured some water on it. No. Some steak sauce. It was all good. No. <laughs> the only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So some guy in Missouri is suing Bass Pro Shops for not honoring a lifetime warranty on some socks that he bought that were supposed to be, and I quote, last socks you'll ever need to buy. So this is how all those class action lawsuits get started. One stubborn person finds a hill to die on and won't absolutely budge. So, again, there's this guy in Springfield, Missouri. His name is Kent Slaughter, which, boy, what a name. Uh, He's suing Bass Pro Shops for not honoring this lifetime warranty on some socks that he bought. So he filed the lawsuit last month, and he says the company used to replace the socks when they got worn out, and they stopped the last year. So this started in 2014. He bought around 12 pairs of wool socks. They were called Redhead All-Purpose Socks. And Bass Pro Shops actually owns the Redhead brand. And he says the lifetime guarantee was a major reason he bought the socks. Sure. 
And they continued to honor that guarantee up until last year when he tried to return four more pairs and got rejected. So apparently that was enough for Kent to sue Bass Pro Shops. But what I'm, what I'm wondering is why is there a warranty on socks in the first place? And you know that things like socks and underwear are never going to last a lifetime. I mean, it's cool that they got replaced, but it's just common sense. And it's like, dude, you got free replacement socks for like five years. Is that not good enough? Is this going to be the thing that breaks you? You're not going to get your replacement socks, your free replacement socks. It's like five years of free socks. That's pretty good. That's good enough, right? Or at least you thought. But now it looks like it could become a class action thing where anyone who ever bought these socks might be able to cash in. So if that's you, I guess stay tuned. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. The Denso NHRA Sonoma Nationals are coming to the Sonoma Raceway this weekend, and we've got a pair of passes for you. All you gotta do is solve today's mind bender. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Oh, my, 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 answer my question, or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. 44% of parents have tried to bribe their child. To get them to stop doing this, what is it? We have three clues for you. Clue number one, nothing to do with video games. Here's another clue. It's embarrassing if it's done in public. And here's your final clue, loud. What is it? Give us a call at 636-1467. Again, that is 707-636-1467. Here's the Zach Brown Band with Chicken Fried on today's country, Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. 44% of parents have tried to bribe their child to get them to stop doing this. What is it? Here's clue number one, nothing to do with video games. Here's clue number two, embarrassing if done in public. And here's clue number three, loud. All right, what is it? 707-636-1467. Rudy from Cloverdale, what's your guess for today's Mindbender? I think it's a kid throwing a temper tantrum. Rudy, that is correct! Yeah! Uh, how did you know that? You must have children. Just a little bit of experience with what I was saying, yeah. <laughs> what do you do when your kid is throwing a temper tantrum? Like, what's the best thing to do? Uh, vacate the scene. Try to get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> no evidence left you behind. You wait till we get home, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Amber has to say that to me about the studio sometimes. You wait till we get back to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, Rudy. You have won a pair of weekend passes to the Denso NHRA Sonoma Nationals at the Sonoma Raceway. Oh, that sounds like fun. I might have to bribe her with that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have all that fun thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Fox. How did you break your toe? I got my toes in the water, toes in the sand. I was getting out of bed yesterday, and I tripped getting out of bed, and I hit my toe on the railing, and I broke my pinky toe. What is wrong with you? A lot. Let me put you in a bubble. Uh, we really do, because this is maybe the fifth or sixth time I've broken that same pinky toe. And the thing that sucks about breaking a toe is you can't really do anything about it. You just got to try to tape it to another toe or just deal with it. Yeah. 
it, it's, it's kind of like breaking your elbow or your, I don't know, rib. Yeah, well, who does that? <laughs> Nobody. Why do I always break bones that I can't actually get help for? What is the matter with me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And, and it's like you're doing normal stuff like what? Sleeping in your bed, taking a shower. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you do is hazardous. I'm walking with a limp everywhere, and I do have my toes taped, but I just feel like that is pretty embarrassing. To fall out of bed and break a toe, like that gives me zero street cred. <laughs> Any. None. You didn't really have much to begin with. Oh, that's true. So <laughs> let's just say negative. What are you talking about, or, Amber? I don't get respect negative. on the streets. <laughs> we'll go back and listen to what you just said, and you'll see why. Uh, I've I definitely... don't get respect on the streets. <laughs> I respect. I've definitely broken a toe before. My mom bought this like economy size industrial like bottle of shampoo from the hair salon when I was a kid. Yeah, and she put it up on like a towel rack in the shower and I was trying to reach it and I'm short because I'm a kid Yeah, and it ends up falling down and hitting my toe and breaking my toe and busting it open and now it's crooked. I showed you earlier. I got a crooked toe. Yeah. Your uh, (laughs) toe is giving me a peace sign right now. Crooked toe Amber over here. (laughs) My, uh, My other foot, perfectly symmetrical. Left foot, Look away. I mean, I'm just breaking so many bones, Amber. You might as well call me Sir Breaks a lot. Mm, oh, you know? Mm, nah. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to call won't myself do it. that. You can. <laughs> it's, it's Amber and Sir Breaks a lot in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On our Facebook page, we're talking about broken toe stories and what happened. And here's what you said John from Hillsburg says, like, dropped a. Th- Oh my gosh. 300 pounds Mack truck radiator on it. I'm wearing steel toe boots. Big toe straight down the middle. Talk about doing the chicken hop, he said. (laughs) Danielle from Hercules. Now this one's funny. Uh, I broke my toe when I dropped a six pound can of nacho cheese on it. (laughs) Oh man. Jim from Santa Rosa says fighting ninjas? Question mark. Because that's way cooler than just getting out of bed. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Will. Will lives in an apartment complex. He lives on the top floor, and Barry Martindale's going to say that he's a bad neighbor. It's time for The Neighbor Dispute. Hello? Hi, is this Will? Uh, yeah, this is Will. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of your apartment complex. We've had quite a few complaints about you being a resident on the top floor. What, what kind of complaints? Well, the fact of the matter is is that you are way too loud. I have some examples here that you vacuum at least once a day. Uh, you have a dog that runs around, apparently, and we can hear you snore. Well, at least your neighbors can hear you snore. Uh, this is the first time I'm ever hearing about this. Why am I being contacted by an attorney rather than by the landlord? They retain my services from time to time regarding evictions, and if this doesn't get resolved whoa, 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 soon... Whoa, 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 this, I, I just told you, this is the first time I'm ever hearing about this. What, what, what does this have to do with an eviction? You have to take some steps to correct your behavior, or we're going to kick you to the curb, buddy. Oh, yeah, that's fine, but this starts with a discussion, not a threat. I mean, you can't just evict me without giving me a chance to correct some stuff. If you're an attorney, you actually should know the laws. Well, I will personally go in your home, grab all your stuff, and throw it out the window if you don't listen to me right now. What's your name? 
Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. You better remember it. Where Where are you located? We're located in Katani. You, you got a website or something? Well, no, we don't. You want to know why? Uh-huh. Do you really yeah, want to know why we don't have a website? Uh-huh. You've been Martindale. Because you are way too good. My name is Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. I knew you were on my trail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. See? (laughs) Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. So there's this trend going online right now where someone says, he's a 10, but... And they throw out maybe a red flag or a pink flag. I don't know, something the other person wouldn't like. And the other person has to rate them on the scale of 1 to 10, what they've dropped down to based on this statement. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to do it here on the show. And these are things I I think that each other maybe might see as a red flag. Oh, yeah. Or Um, a pink flag. (laughs) Because that's a term we've learned. All right, Tanner, you want to get us started? He's a 10. But he hates dogs. Ooh. That's got to be a one. A one? You got to have Remy. And if Cole <laughs> didn't exist, you couldn't be around me or my dog. It's a one and you're done yep. in Amber's book. Yeah, just one. <laughs> All right. She's a 10, but she does ASMR videos online, but with styrofoam. Oh, I hate styrofoam. I'm going to have to go with a two. <laughs> Why a two? Because maybe don't do it around me. Okay, you can like do it in another room. Yeah, or like you can like, do that like at, at your house. <laughs> don't like we could never live together, but do it at your house. All right. <laughs> He's a ten, but he loves Pepsi. Oh my god, that's got to be a negative for me, dog. <laughs> a negative. <laughs> I hate Pepsi with like a burning passion that no human being will understand. So that's like a negative one. I don't even know if you could do that. Yeah. What about? Okay, here we go. What about this? She's a 10, but doesn't eat Taco Bell. Ooh, <laughs> that's tough because I do love Taco Bell. I'm going to have to go with a a four because maybe my eating yeah. habits could improve. Yeah, or you could go for lunch at work, not with this person. Yeah. Or you could eat it in I front could, of this person. I could eat it with you, Amber. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. He's a 10, but hates Henry Cavill. That's okay, because my fiance right now isn't really into Henry Cavill, so I'm going to give them a six. Okay. Okay, you ready for this one, Tanner? I'm ready. She's a 10, but every time she walks into a room, she barks like a dog. What? (laughs) I can't date someone that does that. (laughs) I'm going to have to go with a zero, maybe a negative. (laughs) Okay, here's a big one for you, Amber. He's a 10, but has bad grammar. Oh my gosh. I feel like this is making me seem like a really bad person, but that's got to be like a two or a three for yeah. me. Yeah. Maybe redeemable. I, it, you could try. There's a glimmer a of book. hope there. All right. Here's the last one. <laughs> She's a 10, but she pretends to be a lawyer on the radio. Oh. <laughs> That <laughs> She's a 10 in my book. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. When did you forget somebody's name? So Amber and I were working at a wedding over the weekend. Amber was doing the ceremony and I was emceeing the reception. And honestly, Amber, I thought I was doing a really good job at the reception. You absolutely were. I was emceeing, introducing everybody. Thank you so much for saying that. 
and I was doing a great job until the toasts were happening. So with the toasts, I was gonna introduce everyone, like, oh, the mother of the bride, the mother of the groom, bringing everybody up. Um, but one of the, actually the best man, ended up getting COVID. Yeah, that was a bummer. So another groomsman had to bring him out on an iPad. Yep. And at this point, I was doing introductions. I was absolutely killing it in my mind. And so I stepped up to the microphone. And this is at a wedding. Yeah. And I go, ladies and gentlemen, you know him. You love him. Make a round of applause for Will. And everyone starts looking at me, puzzled. And then I just hear from my right side, my name's Matt. <laughs> it was one of the most awkward moments of my life. It was one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> it was great because we all like give Matt heck for being Matt. Yeah. And the fact that you called him the wrong name was amazing. Yeah. And the thing is, you were so confident in what you were saying. I looked at Cole and I said, who's Will? <laughs> there's got to be a Will that I don't know because Tanner's so certain there's a Will. Yeah. But don't worry. It's not your fault. It's Matt's fault for looking like a Will. Yeah, exactly. He looks like a Will. I felt so bad, but I, I feel... I feel relieved that it wasn't some no no offense to Matt or Will whatever you want to call him. Will Matt. It wasn't someone more important in the wedding like it wasn't like the groom's dad or <laughs> the groom or something uh, like that. Tanner. What? I just said he wasn't important. What? You just said he wasn't important. No 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what I'm saying is he's definitely important. He's a groomsman. But of the people to mess up their names, I feel like I got off pretty easy. <laughs> that just made me sound ten times you're, worse. You're killing it right now, yeah. dude. You're killing it. Just like at the wedding. Or <laughs> Will Matt. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Isabella from Sebastopol, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes, I am. This is how it works. Asking five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Isabella, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Isabella, do you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Yes, Amber, you are going down. Boom! I sure did. <laughs> Amber's running out of the studio. Her record's 493 wins and 41 losses. Are you ready? Yes. Question one, Chris Evans is apparently laser focused on finding a partner. Chris Evans was a superhero in which comic book universe? Uh, I don't know. That's okay, I'll give you next. Question two, Garth Brooks is working on a live album. You can only listen to Garth Brooks on one streaming service. Name that service. Spotify? That is incorrect. Question three, J-Lo and Ben Affleck got married. True or false, Jennifer Lopez took Ben's last name. False. That is incorrect. Mm. Question number four. Luke Bryan got a beer cake for his birthday. Is Luke Bryan above or under 45 years old? Below. That is incorrect. Mm. And here's question number five. Johnny Depp was spotted in Italy yesterday. What is the capital of Italy? Oh, Lord, I have no clue. That's okay. I'll give you an X. Going to bring Amber back in. Amber, these were tough today because Isabella from Sebastopol got zero out of five. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm ready. Question one. Chris Evans is apparently laser focused on finding a partner. Which superhero 
does Chris Evans play in a comic book franchise? Captain America. That is correct, Amber. You're up one to zero. Question two. Garth Brooks is working on a live album. You can only listen to Garth Brooks on one streaming service. Name that service. Um, I don't actually know this. Is it Apple Music? That is incorrect. Uh, Amazon Music. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know you can't listen to him on Spotify. That's yep. for sure. Uh, Isabella also got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question number three. J-Lo and Ben Affleck got married. True or false, Jennifer Lopez took Ben's last name. Uh, I'm going to say... Oh, alt? That is incorrect. Did she really? She really did, oh, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> Amber, you're still up one to zero because Isabella got that incorrect. Question four, Luke Bryan got a beer cake for his birthday. Is Luke Bryan above or under 45 years old? Under. That is incorrect. Oh my gosh. He's 46. <laughs> really getting us today, Tanner. Very close. Amber, you're still up one to zero because Isabella got that incorrect. Here's question number five. Johnny Depp was spotted in Italy yesterday. What is the capital of Italy? Rome. That is correct. The final score, Amber wins two to nothing. Isabella, you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. Well, not much smarter. These were hard today. (laughs) Uh, But guess what? You're still getting those tickets to see Dirk's Bentley. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You are going thanks to which morning show, Isabella? Froggy 92.9, Amber and Tanner in the morning. Is there a book or book series that completely changed your life? So right now I eat, I breathe, I dream of Court of Thorn and Roses. Tanner, you've heard me talk about this book series. I'm on book three right now. What? And you just started it not that long ago. So you are really ripping through these books. Yeah, they're like the they're adult fantasy series. Um, it, it's It's definitely about like fantasy and fairies and monsters and magic and all this kind of stuff cool (laughs) i'm intrigued do they have any like tv shows or movies about the show (laughs) yes they're gonna make a tv show about the series oh awesome which is great Uh, i found that out while i was reading these and i'm just like don't mess it up they're probably gonna mess it up (laughs) just kind of like with game of thrones and uh you know things like that but it it's completely changed my life because it came at a time where I really needed it. I started reading this book when my mom was in the hospital, and it was just a great way to escape and, you know, relieve some of that stress. I was reading it on the plane to and back from Georgia, and it's just changed my life. That's awesome. It's amazing how books can do that for people. Yeah, it's it's great for escapism. Uh, Tanner, is there like a book or book series that changed your life or, you know, just made an impact on you? Uh, probably The Hunger Games was the biggest one for me. Now, The Hunger Games came out when I was about 10. Yeah. And uh, it was just a completely different world. You know, I wasn't into reading when I was young, uh, but The Hunger Games changed that. I mean, I was 10 years old and I was sitting at my mom's work, which was a nursing home, and I had nothing else to do. So I uh, came across this book called The Hunger Games and I read all the books. Yay! And that's what kind of kindled my love for reading. Haven't stopped since. Well, we've got some <clears throat> great messages right now from our Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page. We did ask, you know, is there a book of Brooke series that changed your life? And here's what you said. John from Petaluma said, I've said it for decades, Lord of the Rings. It taught me that books could transport me to a better place, at least temporarily. Oh, I love that, John. Uh, Sarah from Windsor says, Winnie the Pooh, actually. She said, I have my mom's childhood copy from the 60s. I read it as an adult, and it's still my go-to when I'm feeling cynical. <laughs> 
Oh, Danny from Santa Rosa said, I read the Hitchhiker's Guide trilogy in five parts at a very young age. This completely informed my sense of humor. It has really stuck with me after all these years. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9.